Happy New Year, David. Happy New Year to you, almost, yes. Yeah, I know, but preemptive. But yes, good. This is going to be the last round the back episode ever of the year. Of the year, sorry. Yes, what have you got in plan? No, no, no. You, no. you jumping ship. What a way you? to break it to you, eh? Are you going to <laughs> you going to jump ship to round the front about podcasts? At the back of the front round. No, I'm not. I'm staying here, mate. Um, how was your Christmas? Uh very good. Uh as far as Christmases go, relatively normal. Okay, yeah. But uh, very enjoyable and lots of food, lots of booze, lots of fun. Mm. Big group, 13 of us. Um, it was a bird within a bird. It was a, a turkey with some chicken inside it. Oh, right. Not with some chicken inside it, a chicken a inside chicken, it. A chicken, yeah. yeah. A chicken, a turkey, a chicken within a turkey, within a no, just, just those two. Yeah, within an oven for a short time, yes. yes. Yeah. Well, for quite a bit of time, I hope. Within a house. Yes, within a house, within a sh- town. Planet. With, yeah, etc. Within a solar system. Etc. Within a galaxy. Yeah. Within a universe. And potentially within multiple dimensions as well. Shall I, um, nice. How have you been? You, yours was good? Yes, thank you, yes. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was nice. It was, um, it was small children, so... Yes. Um, there's a lot of plastic in my house at the moment everything of, is plastic yeah isn't it? it's, everything. A, it's yeah, everywhere i can't move for the stuff i mean they don't need that much either it's any particular rid- is it is the plastic in any particular form or is it just have well, you like gone toy to the, form gone yeah. to the beach and just, got, just picked, are they toys <laughs> yeah this is like oh, okay not litter right like discarded right. bottles merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> like what am i gonna do with this dad you twat play with that empty bottle you bastard <laughs> don't get those uh those um, beer can plastic bits stuck around your neck like the little swans that I took it off. <laughs> little swans? <laughs> Big there, swans. There are such things, apparently. Yeah. Little, little swans. baby swans. Well, Signets, I think they're called. <laughs> Either that or it's all the radioactive contamination, you know, just little swans. Yeah, they were, yes. Um, Three-eyed little swans. Mutant uh, swans. One wing. No, so yeah, just pl- <laughs> just plastic toys. and Good. Uh, but yeah, nice food. And that I cooked. You know, I like all that. Yeah, I heard... I heard you did. Yeah, I think I think I did all right. Good reviews so far. Yes, uh, no one said anything to my face. Did you have um, with your Christmas? No, meal, I didn't have did garlic you, bread. Do you happen to have right. garlic bread with let's it? Let's just let's just put an end to this, okay? You, I know you've jumped on it. I know you keep you're spreading these malicious lies about me that I have garlic bread with every meal. I don't have garlic bread with every meal. I have garlic bread with some meals that are appropriate. Are they? Yes. Like. Well, spaghetti bolognese was it, and and yeah, uh, garlic bread with spaghetti chili bolognese. con carne, garlic bread, fine. What I do like to do is I try and put garlic in a lot of foods. Again, only where it is appropriate. Well, that's perfectly normal. Yes, but having garlic bread with like loads of different meals, I just find slightly odd. What having garlic bread with spaghetti bolognese is strange to you? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What do you? What? That's perfectly normal. Well, it's just an in odd fact, hybrid came... of things. Like they wouldn't if you go to 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 Rome and have a spaghetti bolognese, they wouldn't have some garlic bread with that. Be yeah, like, but we're not. No, in, it's just we're weird. Not, we're not in Rome. When in Rome, fine. When well, no, not in Rome. No, when in Rome, don't have garlic bread with spaghetti bolognese. That's what I'm saying. When in Rome, fine. Do what they do. But when you're not in Rome. Don't do what they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I if I came to your house, Joe, and you served up me spaghetti bolognese, yeah. and there was no garlic bread, I wouldn't say anything at the time because I'm polite. But on the drive home, it it would be I would be certainly mulling it over. You'd lean over as to, to your whether wife. I would come again. <laughs> You'd lean over to your wife and go, Nah, it's not Can do that you again. Believe those perverts. <laughs> no garlic bread. The pudding was fantastic, and we had nuts, and they kept plying us with wine. But I cannot fucking believe there was no garlic bread with that Italian cuisine. From 
Bologna. Yeah, it's over between us. <laughs> what, us? No, not us, fine. We're fine, darling. I mean, them. It's over between them and us. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> What's happened? Christmas. Anyway. But it wasn't Christmas because you don't have spaghetti bolognese no, at Christmas. No, if, well, Unless you're in Bologna. And you're in Rome, then just do as the Romans do. Well, in Rome, they'd probably have a, a more Roman meal than a Bologna meal. Should we not? Yes, On no. a gold plate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what have we got coming up today? Episode 44. Well, as we've already clarified, uh, this is... The, well, it's the 28th of December today. It and is. it's the last uh, round the back of the year, round the back number 44. So, we've got some um, more sort of year-in-review uh, twists on our features. We have. Uh, we're going to specify round the back's bastard of the year. Yes. Um, and we have some statistics about one rather remarkable player. What else do we have, Dave? We have got uh, some, well, a sort of congratulations to a certain uh, Premier League player for his achievements of the year. Just said that. Did you? Yep. <laughs> Was I not listening at all? I don't think you were. You're looking at me in the eyes and nodding <laughs> and not listening. <laughs> That's terrible. Happy New isn't Year, it? Dave. That's terrible. <laughs> Still pissed from Christmas. What was I? What was I doing in that moment when you? I was, I was looking at you. My eyes are so dreamy. You were just caught up in That's my dreamy eyes. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm not going to look at you now because <laughs> I. To be honest, I'm starting. To, I, I'm starting to get aroused. Um, you got a semi on the go. So we're gonna. We're all. We're gonna. There is some. It's early, but there's some transfer movement. There so is. We'll be looking at that. Yeah. You didn't say that, did you? I did not. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's back to me again. Yes, okay, yeah. fine. We've got another not in my day. Yeah, um, of the year. Of the year. No, it's not of the year, is it? But and we've got some stuff about the upcoming World Cup of, of next year. World Cup of the year. Of next year that yes. I'm really excited about. And then, Joe, I am gonna, I'm going to quiz you on the year. Fantastic. The, what, the football of the year. What is it specific to Premier League or English football or football in general? It's just specific to football. Fantastic. I look forward to that. Mm. Um, so then now cometh the time, cometh the hour, cometh uh, none of that. Are you sure you mentioned that? Uh, you did mention the... Ca- okay, you mentioned that. Oh. Yeah, when we do that thing after we've recorded, Dave, when we listen back... Yeah, you'll prove me right. I, yes, I will prove me I wrong. I sincerely hope so. Prove yourself right. Um, but memory is the worst... You know, memory is the worst form of evidence, so I may have just fabricated it in my own mind. Who knows? I can't remember. News? News. News. It's news of the year! That was a spectacular performance. Thank you. Really like that one, Thank especially you. the the um, sort of like tremolo effect of you coming in and out of the mic. I thought that was very a novel. I haven't seen you do that before. I'm a master of the tremolo. Right. Yeah. I'm a master of the tremolo. Ooh. I, well, I, I suppose I, I, I messed that one up. More so. of the Doppler effect, you know, like when the ambulance goes by really quickly and goes yeah, and the pitch changes. Yeah. Science. It is physics. It? Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Would you like to go first, or shall I? Uh, no, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you've, 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 yeah. Okay, well, I've got just a quick one for you, Dave. Uh, Valencia boss Marcelino mm. collides with wild boar on motorway. Sorry, what? Valencia <laughs> what? boss Marcelino has collided with a wild boar on the motorway. What was a wild boar doing on a motorway? Probably just its thing. Crossing. Oh, I see, not driving. Crossing. Or... No, and, and just to clarify, he was driving as well. He didn't just run into it. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah. yeah, he would have come off a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. The thing would have fucked him up. Um, once the excitement... In... <laughs> 
this is a terrible joke in this article. By the way, this is BBC Sport. Uh, Once the excitement is over, Christmas can become a bore. Good, isn't it? That was the case for Valencia manager Marcelino, but of a different kind. The Spaniard, 52, was driving home, driving home on Christmas Eve when his car (laughs) collided with a wild boar on the motorway. Do you like my Chris Rea slip in there? I really did. (laughs) The incident took place between Logroño and Bilbao in northern Spain. Two very nice places. Marcelino was given the all clear after being checked over at hospital. So he was fine. He just drove into a wild boar. How was the boar? Um, oh, nothing on the boar. Probably mm. in a bad Boris. state, really, I'd say. Likely dead. Do you think? Likely. They're quite big, aren't they? Yes, yes. Not as big as a car, though. Uh, no. I mean, I haven't seen all of the cars in Spain, but um, I imagine... It well, doesn't specify average, what car he was driving. No, but being a football manager, I imagine mm. it wouldn't be a small or unsafe car. It's going to be one of these uh, crossovers or... Or a four by four times fours. What's the equivalent of a Chelsea tractor over there? What do you reckon it is? A Madrid or a Barcelona? Yeah, wagon combine harvester. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, that's a that's um that's it. That's well, I'd like to know how the ball was, but I, we haven't got that information. So well, yeah, well, all I've got really is the pig's ear of it, you know, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can ham it up as much as I can, oh. but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, it wasn't in a blanket as well. What? Pigs in blankets. Oh, right, get out. Yeah, <laughs> shocking. I'll take, I'll take that back. Did you ever say you have a blanket? There we go. Very good. Uh, you, you're, you know, dig me out of this hole, please. Your turn. Oh, right, okay. Well, I've got some news. It's not about boars. Good. Um, although it does contain sausage rolls. That's interesting. Yeah. This is ham news so not, far. Yeah, not intentional, Link. Um, this is from the Mirror. Mum slapped with £80 fine for littering after her kids fed pigeons crumbs from their sausage rolls. <laughs> she was fined... £80? ...for littering, but the litter was crumbs. Crumbs, For yeah. birds. Well, yeah. A mum has been slapped with an £80 fine after her children fed crumbs to city centre pigeons. Katie Trudgill, 31, was penalised for littering. Littering. After a council worker spotted her two children scatter crumbs from their sausage rolls for the birds. Have you got a picture, Dave, that shows a wheelbarrow full of crumbs and them tipping it into the street? Or like a giant pile of crumbs that's a, a safety hazard in the middle of a road or anything like that? I have not. Then have how not. the fuck is it littering? Seriously. Well, this is the this is the it. Yeah. It, that's right. It's <laughs> not an answer, it is. is it? <laughs> no. Uh, the mum was enjoying a quick bite to eat after a shopping trip with her five-year-old and her three-year-old. Okay. But as the three were tucking into their snacks, the two children emptied their bags bags of crumbs for the birds their mum had uh, their mum then said she put their empty bags in a bin but the family were accosted by a bradford council worker in west yorks does accosted mean like come up and talk to them or like isn't it aggressive yeah i think it's like talking and rubbing them i think isn't it when you talk and you go and talk to someone you're rubbing them the all old over. talk and rub yeah the, <laughs> i'm gonna accost you yeah uh, who accused them of littering Katie of Ravenscliff near Halifax, West York, said, They had bits of 
pastry at the bottom of their bags and they have zipped it out at <laughs> pigeons. I didn't know anything about it or else I would not have let my kids do it. They were just tipping out to the pigeons. No rubbish was on the floor <laughs> as I had taken the bags off them and put them in the bin. <laughs> Where? When, Where? When, Sorry. In the bin. <laughs> when he came over, there was nothing on the floor as there were not that many pigeons. On the ticket, it, see, it says, I believe, rather than I witnessed her doing it. So that's the f- on the ticket and the fine. It says, uh, I believe, rather than I witnessed. That's interesting word. Yeah, I believe. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, is she saying, yes, they did it, but uh, it doesn't say that specifically on the ticket? Yeah, just I believe she did it. wonder why she might have been not there. How do you know she did it? Oh, I don't know, but I believe she did. That's really strange, yeah. isn't it? Katie claims there were no signs saying that it is a littering offence, adding, Most people have said, go to court and whatever, but I really don't want to do that. I might just have to pay it. Bradford Council recently launched, launched its Eyes campaign in partnership with the Tidy Britain Group in a bid to stop people littering around the district. Eyes. Eyes. Eyes is in as the in, things that I'm looking at you with yeah, now. Yeah, so, that, I mean, I imagine just like they've got these undercover um, council workers just watching it's with like their the eyes. fucking thought police or something, <laughs> isn't it? Just like a secret, that's the Gestapo on the streets yeah, yeah, of yeah, Ravenscroft, yeah, Halifax. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fines of £80 can be given, and it claims to tackle the problem of people littering on Bradford's pavements and roads. The private firm, 3GS, was brought in by by Bradford Council in a bid to get tough on litter and louts. And herein lies the problem. A private firm. Private, This is the problem. A private firm is out for its own income. Exactly. So they have a vested interest in finding litter where it might not even be. So creating can, litter. Yes, so they can make up their numbers. Mm. Crumbs, yeah, that's litter. Whatever's the... Breathe in the wrong... Yeah, it's litter. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if someone tips out the rest of their water bottle into a flower bed. Litter. Right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe we should be asking the question, what is not litter, rather that, that than pers- what is litter? That person just sneezed. Littering. Littering, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Um... 3GS Managing Director Paul Buttyvant <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, before you continue, before you continue, I would just like you to simply say that name again. Paul Buttyvant. Now can you spell it for me, please? <laughs> yes, of course. A B-U with the double T, I-V-A-N-T. Buttyvant. Buttyvant, as it sounds. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And is it Paul or It Paul? might be, if he's being a bit uh, a bit uh, posh about this, he might be referring to himself as Paul Buttyvant. Oh, Buttyvant. Yeah, Buttyvant. Buttyvant. Uh, Amazing. He confirmed his staff would be trained to discern an honest mistake from a deliberate crime of feeding the birds. <laughs> Why is that a crime? This is ridiculous. Yeah. So feeding the birds is a crime then? Yeah, yeah that's what it says. Uh, this is a, just a blatant money grab. A blatant money grab. It is. This is from the Bradford City Council. A spokesperson said, Feeding pigeons in the city centre is discouraged as it, uh, is it, is it, as it uh, can attack vermin and then makes <laughs> the streets and buildings dirty. It is classed as a littering offence. People who receive fixed penalties notice of a double litter can appeal the fine and therefore can present the instructions on Bradford City Council website about how to do this. Thank you. Very good. Yeah. I caught every bit of the. It's like the T's and C's at the end well, of an that's advert. Very much how it is. <laughs> how it was uh, directed. So they, they use techno babble just to make people go. Now nah, I can't be bothered to research what that means. Don't they? Yeah. Pretty much. I'll get an eight by fine. What I can? What you can appeal it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. Crazy. Don't feed the pigeons with your sausage rolls if you're in Bradford. 
because the eyes are watching you. The eyes campaign. Yes. I.e. the Gestapo campaign. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous, Dave. You said it, mate. <sighs> you said it. I'm just, re- I'm, just money report- I'm just reporting this, st- this, this stuff, mate. I'm just reporting it. Don't shoot the messenger. I ain't got no guns, bruv. Good. Cause so... Because gun, guns do people do kill people, and so do pigeons. And <laughs> sometimes rappers, according yeah. to Goldie Looking Chin. Rappers with guns. I Yes, I, I, I do. Or knives. Yeah. Weapons. Weapons of any sort, yes. yes. Truncheons. Punchins, truncheons. Punchins, truncheons. <laughs> and get sent to dungeons. <laughs> uh, wow, a blatant money grab. This is what I don't like big business. Makes me uncomfortable. Because who knows what they're going to outsource next? Policing? That's even something that might actually be on the radar soon. And then police would have a quota, more so than, than public police. Private police would have a quota of arrests, etc. So these people feeding Big the problem. pigeons wouldn't be fine. They'd be arrested. Potentially. And jailed. Yeah, I mean, why don't you arrest even the killed. pigeons? Arrest the pigeons. Yeah. So the pigeon police. The avian police. Perhaps we could use gulls to police the pigeons. I don't think gulls would be ideal for policing. If anything, they're the ones who need to be policed, and we've discussed that a lot. This, this is very true, yeah. What, what would be a trustworthy bird that we could turn into a, an agent of, of the realm? For me, a puffin. Right. I don't really hang around cities that much, do they? Well, perhaps they should. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't. Anyway. Sick of it. Uh, should we move on yeah. to my... Yeah, next one. I feel like we're lingering on the news quite a while here, Come but on, uh, I'll make up, this one. Then. Sorry. I'll make this one quick. Uh, this is from the Independent. Uh, man gets into police car carrying one thousand cannabis joints because he thought it was a taxi. <laughs> okay, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> man gets into police car carrying a thousand cannabis joints because he thought it was a taxi. He must have been so unbelievably high he had no idea what was going on. Well, I would, I would, I would suggest that he probably was high going on what he was carrying. Yes, exactly. And have you ever seen a police car and thought, "Oh, look at that taxi! It's got funny, it's funny markings." It looks it? like a police car. It's but... fascinating. I, I think I might. Um, oh, I'm inside it. Hmm. Hello, officer. Oh, look, he's put he's put lo- <laughs> these lovely bracelets on there. <laughs> How kind. <laughs> oh, where's, oh, where you? Why are you putting that glove on? Take your hand off my head. I can get in this car fine. <laughs> Um, he received a big surprise when he realised it was actually a police car yeah, he was sure, sitting yeah, in. Yeah, it's quite a big surprise. Really? Yeah. Um, so the man was in Copenhagen's self-proclaimed autonomous anarchist Freetown district. <laughs> Did you catch that? quite a self-proclamation. Yes. The man was in Copenhagen's self-proclaimed autonomous anarchist Freetown district called Christiania. Okay. Christiania. It's just Christian Christ- with ear on the end. Yeah, Christiania. I, yeah. Christiania. Uh, an area known for its embracing of alternative lifestyles you when don't get climbed any more, into the car. Don't get any more Christiana than that, do you? <laughs> you do. You can get a lot more Christiana than that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, according to the Copenhagen police, um, their Twitter feed, the man was carrying approximately 1,000 joints. So they're not even sure whether it was 1,000 or 999 or 1,001. I mean, they that's the first thing they need to do is get is count, count them. Yeah. So they can be... So we're not having this discussion. Do you reckon they were just counting it in bags full? Evidence bags full, maybe. Uh, last night, a cannabis dealer from Christiania who wanted to get home quickly got into a taxi. He received a big surprise when he realised it was actually a police car he was sitting in. <laughs> the police officers were happy to see him oh, since yeah. he was carrying around a thousand joints. <laughs> um, a tweet initially stated the man would face a fine, but a later tweet suggested he could face jail time. 
Danish, Danish, I nearly said Danish, Danish police, Danish police (laughs) have been deploying drones and conducting raids in an effort to clamp down on drug dealing in the enclave. Previously, an area used by the Danish military, Christiania was originally established by squatters in 1971. Now that's the end of the story, but I'd just like to add something to this quickly, Dave. That I've I've been to Christiania. Have you, Christiania? Yeah. Yep. And it's a really, really seedy, horrible place. Now, when you go to Copenhagen. Um, which I did for a weekend, and it's just outside the city. You can just get the bus there really quickly. Um, mm. You hear of this place. From Quite the Alan Wickers, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nickers. I don't, uh, don't get it. Um, you can get there nice and easy outside the city, and uh, you hear about it a lot. It's quite a famous... Copenhagen's fairly famous for Christiania. Um, and this picture gets painted in your head of this like really cool like hippie kind of free town like yeah you can just come in and there's flats you can just go and live there and like mm. and it's just it's an absolute shit hole with people walking around there wearing balaclavas and f- flaming oil drums and like really threatening vibe to the place and shit food sounds like mad max it's a little bit like beyond thunderdome <laughs> yeah in just just outside the city I mean, in the, an old the, military the, base. The, the mel gibson one yeah, aren't Not they? The, the new one. There's they're all the, Mel. Oh, yeah, yeah, Beyond Thunderdome, yeah. yeah it's yeah. the third one, isn't it? With yeah. uh, Tina Turner, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. But yeah. they made a. They re- it, I don't know, it's not important. Not really. No. No. It's not, the point is. Uh, man <laughs> man got in a car. Yes, that's the got point. Got arrested. <laughs> and lives in Thunderdome. Yes, uh, Beyond. That's. Um, I mean, he, he's got to be off his face, isn't he? Tits, to make that I mistake. Think. Yeah, or tits. Tits face. Tits or face. Which you prefer? Oh, <laughs> mm, tits really? Um, yeah, uh, I don't, um, I don't understand how you could be that confused unless it was undercover. And this story didn't specifically say it was an undercover police, so that's a very interesting thing. Well, yeah, if they, they, if they it was an undercover police, and their cover was that he was a taxi driver, then you can sort of see his why he made that mistake, couldn't you? Yeah, but if that's a really stupid thing to be undercover in because it's quite a touristy area as well. So some yeah. tourists might just get in and demand to go somewhere. But yeah, No, I've got to oh, follow him. Well, what, what do you mean? You're a terrible taxi driver. <laughs> you go where I tell you to go. I'm going to go on TripAdvisor and give you a terrible review. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually undercover. Uh, poli- you know, I'm an undercover police officer. Well, you're a terrible undercover police officer because you've just blown your cover. You just told me. <laughs> get out. Oh, no, I'll, we'll get out. It's your car. It's not, is it? It's not even your car. <laughs> <laughs> That was inspired a bit of an outburst, that one, didn't it? Yeah, well, it makes me cross, this sort of thing. That's it. I don't know what. (laughs) It's like Carl Pilkinson getting wound up and having an argument with himself. Over something, yeah, something that hasn't actually happened. (laughs) Um, So what what have you got? uh, What have I got, actually? Well, what have I got? What have you got? What have we got? Oh, you know. It's, we've had, we've, we've, over this past year, there has been a lot of bastards. Before we continue... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Shall I cue the theme? Well, yeah, I just thought I would quickly introductory it. Introductory. Go on. No, I was just saying, we've had a lot of bastards. Yep. Um, Bastard of the week. Every week we've done it. Well, not every week, but some weeks mm-hmm. we've done it. Um, but now, as we come to the end of the year, we have our... Bastard of the year. Yes. Bastard. Of the year. Hey. hey. That worked all right, actually. Yes. Yeah. So, Joe, who is your bastard of the year, 2017? Well, I would just like to very quickly um, start off by um, a bastard has come up recently that I can't not say to start off with. And you, 
That's right. That's a good sentence. <laughs> I don't think I've ever uttered that sentence ever before. I can't not with start off with out. <laughs> Go on. Um, so I just want to quickly run through a bastard recently, and then what I'm going to do, Dave, is I'm going to pitch to you my my sort of top pick bastards from okay. from round the back. Over right. The past, yeah, yeah. Well, since its inception, and then. You can decide. Oh, right. You can pick your bastard, and then we crown that bastard the ultimate bastard crown. Okay. Of the year. Yeah, good. Power. So so the one I just want to stitch in very quickly is John Flanagan. Oh, yeah. Oh, John Flanagan lost his head. What? No, sorry. It's a nursery rhyme, but uh, it doesn't go like that. Yeah. Oh, John Flanagan lost his hat. He couldn't find it anywhere, the silly old twat. Something like that. Good. Uh, yeah, for, thank you. Uh, so Liverpool FC footballer John Flanagan has been charged with assault, Merseyside police have said. So another one, mm, twice in a row. What's going on? With First these? it was punching to truncheon and now it's Flanagan's... Shenanigans. Very good. <laughs> uh, so the 24-year-old defender was charged following an incident in Duke Street in Liverpool City Centre at around 3.20am on Friday. Early. Um, Early bird. He's accused of common assault and he's been released on conditional bail and will appear before the court on the 2nd of January. Uh, and a Liverpool FC spokesperson said the club has been made aware of an alleged incident. Um, we'll be making no further comment on the matter while the process is ongoing with the relevant authorities. So it seems like it could be a similar thing to punch and struncheon. So as I said very quickly, I just wanted to throw John Flanagan into the mix as a bastard. Yeah, yeah that is naughty. And it's, uh, yeah, you're a bastard. Really doesn't do well for the uh, reputation that I often hear about football from people who aren't necessarily football fans who say, it's it, a thug's game. It's hard to defend. Yes. When that thing like this. He's a defender. Yes. And he'll probably echo that sentiment. It is hard to defend. Especially because he doesn't d- get in the team Just because it's hard to defend, don't go around um, clattering people. Please, That's the wrong way to get your frustration out about your lack yeah. of first team action That's for Liverpool. Right. Yeah. Have I said that enough yet? Yeah, put He's some, not in the team. Put some loud music on or something. So... Uh, in front of me now, I have. This is quite a tall order for you. Okay, it's quite okay. A tall, uh, it's quite a tall order for you to pick because I have eight. Fur, eight. Eight further oh my bastards. Omg! But um, the style of bastard varies from terrorism. <laughs> right. Don't laugh at that. To <laughs> terrorism to a little bit of cockfighting. Okay. So let's go through this. So, so okay. Are you just gonna you're just gonna quickly run through them and then I will pick one, yeah? I'll run through them and I'll say the episode that they featured in after and I won't give them any more details. Okay, fine. And then we can discuss it. Okay. Okay, ready? Yep. yep. So the Dortmund bus bomber from episode thirteen. Right. Newcastle, West Ham and Chelsea's tax fraud from episode fifteen. Bombs tax. Yep. The Italian FA versus Sully Montari in the race row in episode 16. Okay. Federico Allende, the needle stabber, episode oh, yes. 20. Yes. That's a really good one, that one. Yeah. Um, racist tweets from Chelsea midfielder Kennedy in mm-hmm. episode 25 mm-hmm. about the Chinese. Remember that one? Yeah. Episode 25, that was. Fabio Rochenbach's cockfighting <laughs> ring from yeah. episode 36. Yes. Uh, the Sunderland fan pooing in his seat <laughs> from episode 42. I'm not sure that's so battledly now. It's just I, funny. I couldn't ignore it, though. No. I just had to talk about it again. And lastly, Jason Jason, <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts. Jason Punchin and his truncheon in episode mm. 43. Okay. Well... I mean, what was the one that just you just jumped at you? Well, the, I mean, the obvious one. I, I, I won't. 
let me dwell on the more comedy ones first. <laughs> Someone pooing in a, in the stadium. That's brilliant. It's a I choice. mean, it's, it's horrendous. Yes. And it's bastardly, but it's brilliant. I guess you're in a position now where you have a choice. And yeah. your choice is funny or genuinely awful. Or serious. You've got the, the needle one got me as well when we did that. The guy needling that a player. Unbelievable. Uh, I could not believe that someone would actually have the audacity to do yeah, that. Yeah, so that's kind of like a what one. Yeah. Um, but ultimately for me, I mean, if you want me to pick a bastard, the bastard of all bastards, and it's it's not a funny one, It's it's got to be the, the Dortmund bomber, which was just... Yep just horrible absolutely shocking how could you and it was down to share prices wasn't it so he could make yeah, a quick buck it wasn't yeah it was just it was completely greed driven selfish and wasn't it multiple explosive devices as well I think yeah I think there was like yeah. from two sides of the street or something like that I think yeah. to remember why how could you possibly think that it's a sort of like how could you have the twisted morality to put all those people's lives in danger just so you could make a buck by using explosives. Surely there is a... If you want to twist the system that way, surely there's a, a less explosive way to do it. Yeah, go and have a poo in a stadium or something. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, we can't we can't ignore that. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously, we, we try and make light of these bastards every week. We do. Uh, but that one uh, was just... It was just too much. It was. So, uh, for me... The Dortmund Bomber is our bastard of the year, and I'm not even going to try and make a joke about that because it's not funny. Bastard! Of the year. There we go, thank you. You yeah. horrible bastard of the year. Yeah, it's really not funny, that. There's a few other ones in there as well that aren't funny. Um, a couple of them are, are um, you know, around racism. Yeah. And that's the last thing that is is funny. And um, it does genuinely worry me. It's partic- the one thing that really worries me is the... Um, Italian FA versus Sully Montari one. That a country, a developed first world country in Europe is still having problems with, with racism, institutional racism. Yeah. Racism from the fans and then the FA, Italian FA punishing Sully Montari for, for leaving the for, field. For reacting. For yeah. reacting, yeah. yeah. I think that was absolutely shocking. Yeah. And, um, well, let's hope we, let's hope we can um, eradicate that sort of behaviour from the game. Is that what we're doing? This is roundabouts. We're starting something here. Yeah. Sea change. Shall we call it? Oh, I don't know. It needs something punchy. Um, Kick it out. Punch it out. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's probably been done. Um, yeah, I mean the Kick It Out campaign doing fantastic things. Uh, long may that continue. Or maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. Not long may that continue because you don't want that. To, they, no. You don't want them to be a thing. Ideally, they wouldn't exist. Short would may that continue. Yes. Perhaps. Short may that continue. <laughs> that old saying. Um, um, so there we are then the, Dort- the Dortmund bus bomber our bastard of the year uh, 2017 thank god they got you you fucking bastard you terrorist bastard agreed yeah um, so was, hopefully in the new actually, year actually you know what don't even let's not even play the jingle because we're uh, that, let's not make light of it do it don't it don't do it don't do it he's had enough while we're on the subject of, of the year yes um, can we talk about the Harry Kane of the year? Oh, yes, yes. The Harry what? Kane Award. Of, the Harry Kane of the Year Award goes to Harry Kane. Whoa! <laughs> hey, Harry Kane. Um, he's surpassed Alan Shearer's record for Premier League goals in a calendar year. And that is... Amazing. To surpass any record set by that fucking goal machine. 20 is, year, over 20 years ago. Is very, very impressive. Yeah. And he did it with a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In style, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, he's got 39 top flight goals in 2017 and 56 in all competitions, including England games, making him the top scorer in Europe. That's astonishing. For club and country, beating your Messi's and your Ronaldo's. Yeah, and that essentially means if you, I mean, I don't mean to downplay any any um, non-European leagues, but really, you, the leagues in Europe, they're the kind in, of top it's leagues in the, in the world, world, isn't it? That's yeah. what you're saying. Yes, in the world. essentially, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. So Harry Kane is the best player in the world ever. No, mm. of the year currently, best goals, the most dangerous best footballer scorer. in the world in terms of goals, not in terms yeah. of dangerous. Uh, I mean, not in the Johnson Punchin kind of. No, way. he's not going to start assaulting people no. <laughs> in Rygate. Yeah, well, he might. You never know. <laughs> no, actually, he's in a good place. I should think Harry Kane. What, up in North London? No, I mean, he's happy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it goes to good places. What are you saying? He goes and beats up people in nice places, yeah. not in fucking raggates. Yeah, I'm going to Hampstead. <laughs> I'm going to kick out the sh- shit out of some posh kid. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. No. Um, so that's your Harry Kane of the year. <laughs> it's Harry Kane. Was it Harry Kane? Yes. Oh, right. Surprise. I mean, I won't mention the other contenders. Who might Harry Kane of the year be next year, I wonder? I don't know. Oh, keep your ears to the ground. <laughs> Both ears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was my David Beckham moment of the year, I think. <laughs> yes, but both ears, ears to, to the, the ground. ground. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, well done, Harry Kane. And, you know, not to be uh, cynical or nothing, but um, I wouldn't uh, shy away from betting that he does not score one goal at the World Cup next year. <laughs> oh, God. Bring it down. Because <laughs> since Alan Shearer, and arguably Rooney, but mm, I, don't, I don't know. He hasn't. He didn't turn up for a lot of the big tournaments. So since Alan Shearer I don't, and Michael Owen, I don't think we've had that blockbuster striker that's dragged us through a tournament. You know, Peter Crouch. <laughs> in competitive competitions sure. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't I still it really wouldn't surprise me if if England and Kane flopped at the World Cup and, and he didn't improve on that record well I've said it once and I'll say it again England will win a World Cup the, I mean, <laughs> a the, World Cup the World Cup that's just statistical likelihood isn't it, it Dave <laughs> yeah not necessarily in my lifetime yeah it's like there will be another lunar eclipse Yes. Someday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, um, January. Yes. It's nearly here. It is. You know what happens in January, don't you, Joe? A certain opportunity uh, begins, does mm, it not, David? It does. Yes. A certain um, opening. A window, one might say. You could say a, a, win- a window of transferable opportunity. Transfer stuff. Transfer stuff. I mean, we're not in January yet, Joe. So surely, what what are you talking about? Why is there transfer stuff? Well, Dave, a certain um, transfer has been uh, pre-contractually agreed. Right. How is that? How does that work then? Then because we're not in the transfer window. So how can it be agreed outside of the transfer window? Yeah. Well, this is the the grey area in the window system, the WATO, the Window of Transferable Opportunity System, mm. that is as unclear to me as it is to you, to be honest. Um, but, it, it, <laughs> but try and explain it nonetheless. <laughs> I'll explain it in this way. Okay. Mr. Thusly, <laughs> and uh, for, for those of you who can't see us, which is He's everybody today, at me. I'm sort of waving my finger around in a slightly authoritative manner. Yes, and okay. I've, I've gone and sat on the floor <laughs> like a naughty boy. <laughs> um, 
So I noticed, mm. I'm bored of it, really bored of it already, but I noticed in the latest FIFA, FIFA 18, <laughs> okay, okay, that you can now sign players uh, outside of the windows and they come to you in the next window. Right. Okay. Um, and they didn't used to let you do that before. So is it a cultural change or a regulation change that you can, uh, this, this is, that's my logic on this. Well, or, or did FIFA do it first? FIFA. And Liverpool went to Southampton and went, right, we want to sign uh, want to sign your man there. Look, I could do it on FIFA, so... And they went, no, you can't, it's not Andy January. Okay, well, we did it on the game, so why can't... And they were like, oh, all right, fine, if you can do it on the game. Yeah, that, that's my logic, yeah. Um, I sort of given it away there, so who is it? It is Mr. Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, defender. Defender. So probably, I don't know. Oh, let me take a guess, Joe. Yes, how uh, much? I mean, how much? they would have paid a lot for him because he is, you know, supposedly a good defender and the ma- the market's gone crazy. So I'm going to say 30 million. Oh, double it in a little bit more. Double it plus 50% of the original number that you said. 97.5 million? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. 75 That's, million, Dave. No. I mean, 75 million. No. No, sorry, no. 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 You're not having him. Well, for, yeah, well, yes, I mean, yeah, yes you are. can have him, yeah. 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 And they are and they having, having him. him. In a few days, on the 1st of January. So, 75 million. 75 million pounds, to be precise. Um, so, I just don't understand. So, the Netherlands international had been expected to join the Reds last summer after he handed a transfer request. Remember that? Yeah. So, it's oh. another one of these sagas. It's been going on forever. Oh, it's a, it's a And he's not saga. been playing well this year. He's not been playing up to his seventy-five million pound price tag this year because he's been unsettled the whole time, mm. and he's recently been dropped from the Southampton team. Oh, he's team. been unsettled, is he? Oh, poor, poor professional, poor millionaire. Um, but the move to Liverpool fell through when uh, Liverpool had ended up having to apologise for making an alleged illegal approach for him uh, in the summer. Do you remember that? Yes. Um, the fee is the most ever paid for a defender. Yes, it is the most ever, and it's by Liverpool. Yes. And it's for a relatively new comer to the Premier League. And before that, he was playing in the Scottish League. Oh. When I get animated, I get high. Yeah. And vocally. Celtic have made money on this as well. Yes, they've made a 15 10%. 10%. 10%, um, Profit. It's pretty good going. Yeah. And you've got profit. (laughs) Yeah. It's 10% of 75. That's a lot. Profit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, yes the, the most ever paid for a defender ever anywhere uh, Manchester City in uh, July they paid 52 million for Monaco uh, fullback Benjamin Mendy they did and he's of course injured for a long yeah. time so that was good Trying to, they're trying to Mendy him <laughs> he's gradually getting Mendied in the recovery in, in the hospital that's right um Van Dyke said in a statement that he was delighted and honoured to sign for the Merseyside Club and he accepted that he had a difficult few months at St Mary's. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he tweeted, didn't he? Babe. Did you see the picture of him? He tweeted holding a Liverpool jersey. Yeah. And he put a message. Um, he said, uh, Today is a proud day for me and my family as I <laughs> join one of the biggest clubs in world football. I can't wait to pull on the famous red shirt for the first time in front of the cop. And would give everything I have to try and help this great club achieve something special in the years to come. Thank you for that. That's what he said. Uh, I wonder if he used Arjan Dezeu to represent him, seeing as they're well, A, countrymen, and yeah. B, his profession. I think he, if he did, he, he probably did, but we wouldn't know because it would have been done privately. Yes, absolutely. And, and he was so good yeah, that you, nobody would ever... He wouldn't walk into a football club and they go, 
Isn't that former Wigan defender? Well, Archer? no, because of the disguise. Yeah, he's wearing one of those nose and glasses and moustache. Yeah, and he's got a, like a trilby and a Mac on. Yeah, and nobody will think, "Well, there's a PI here." No, exactly. They Magnum go, PI. Who's that in the corner? It's Magnum. Yeah, he's eating an ice cream. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Almond. He's got one. a Solera in the other pocket. <laughs> or is he just pleased to see me? Um, yeah. So I, d- I don't understand. Alan Shearer. Has he's signed for them as well? Yeah. God. Going no, he's gone the other way. He's gone back to Southampton <laughs> okay. to restart his career all over again. <laughs> um, now Alan Shearer has made his point very clear, and I tend to agree uh, with him because you I, like him. I love you? Alan. Yeah. yeah. Go on. What did he say? I love Alan. What did he say? You've oh. probably got it in a frame somewhere, haven't you? No. Oh no, not yet. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> it's on its way. Okay. What did he say? <laughs> well, he basically said he's good, but he ain't that good. Like, it's, it's just not worth 75 million. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like you like I say, predicted. So, Alan Shearer is now a terrible, like, talent show judge. He's good. He's good. He's not that good. But he's not, he's, uh, he's not that good. No, no. It's a no from me. It's a, uh, what, like, so I imagine, um, uh, oh, shit. What's his name? Simon Cowell. No, no. Silif Gajerson. Oh, yeah. Silif Gajerson. Kevin, Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips being a terrible talent show judge. Yeah. Just getting all their names wrong. Yeah. Silif Gajerson. Uh, <laughs> anyway, going off topic a bit, yeah. Um, but the, the the fascinating thing about this is that, yeah, he, I don't know, Van Dyke. A lot of clubs were looking at Van Dyke when he was at um, Celtic, yeah. And he wasn't deemed by some of the bigger clubs to be to have the right amount of potential. And this, you know, him Liverpool say paying seventy five million to, for him to solve their defensive woes. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a shot in the dark, I think. It really is. He's not really established as a quality, quality uh, centre-back, which is what they need. You know, they, yeah. they, they got Dejan Lovren from who? Southampton. Right. Uh, Adam Lalana from... Southampton. Yeah. They're just pillaging Southampton. Is it that they have some sort of special relationship? Like, I don't... This is a really strange thing. They both wear red. Yes, they do. Perhaps the players like that. They didn't have to, you know, change yeah. too much. Maybe. Sadio Mane. Southampton. Nathaniel Klein. Southampton. Ricky Lambert. Southampton. It's a bit nuts, really. Southampton. Oh, that wasn't them. Uh, they've basically given Southampton £171.5 million pounds, uh, since 2014. Very generous. For some of their players. I mean, yeah. they've got players in Yeah, yeah, they've just know. given them the money. Yeah. But are they a feeder club? Maybe. You know, you hear all this stuff about feeder clubs. Are they Liverpool's Did, uh, feeder club? A, a, a Southampton Liverpool's academy. and it's the Southampton Academy Liverpool's Academy Academy oh they're all in it's just one big vicious circle yeah or cycle whichever way around you say excuse me circle cycle oh well that's uh, well uh, obviously on our next episode we will be in uh, January Uh, we will be in the Watto in the Watto in the thick of the Watto so there may be more of that to come more transferable news which we can transfer to your ears. I hope so. Via I, our mouths. I really hope. I really hope it's one of those super exciting, crazy Januaries. Yeah. Because the last couple, I don't think they've been like that. But no. there have been some uh, classic ones like um, uh, Mascherano and Tevis to West Ham. Yes. And or Van Persie to Man United. Yes, that was a crazy one. Um, who else is there? Um, Torres to Chelsea. Yes, I think so. Yeah, that was in January. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Andy Carroll 
to Liverpool. Do you remember that one? The 35 yeah. million desperate, desperate transfer of Andy Carroll to Liverpool from Newcastle. That was pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, all these sorts of things. I hope there's a crazy rush at the end. Just I know the managers hate it and it is a stupid system. I think they should get rid of it, but it is entertaining. Well, whatever happens, we will be on top of it. We will be on top of it. Um, there was your transfer stuff. That's your transfer stuff. And that is, Dave... That is a transfer stuff. It is a transfer. No, no, no. It's the transfer stuff, not a transfer. Now, Joe, I need to discuss something that, that has passed us by a little bit. Right. Um, do you? No, not really. I think we'll, you, you'll do your bit next and then we'll do that. Well, it's our bit, isn't it? Well, it's our bit together. Because we realise yeah, that Sorry, we I'm the jumping same... the gun. I'm just very excited because it's, you know, it's a very exciting episode. Okay, well, if I cue the thing, will you be ready to start off our bit and then I can chip in at some point? Yes, I can. Yeah. Will be. <laughs> Here we go. Not in my day. Yeah, well, that was good. Yeah, quick. Yes. It's a quick one. Yes, it is. Joe, can you imagine a footballer in your day right. becoming some sort of political figurehead? Absolutely not. No. Categorically, I think, no, I think you're going to go off on it a different just, topic it just now wouldn't because happen, it's such a ridiculous it? idea. It just wouldn't happen. Yes. Guess what? It has happened. Church. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Is it um, Liberian ex-footballer Georgie Weyer? It is. Footballer of the year. World Footballer of the year. What? Ballon d'Or winner. I was going to say, not this year. Not this year, Because no. we've just done that. It was Harry Kane. Kane no, of the year. Kane of the year. No, it was the year... Uh, George Weyer... Yes. ...has become the first former Ballon d'Or winner to be elected as a world leader. That is quite a uh, quite an accolade. It, well, yeah, it is. Um, he is the new president of Liberia, where he is from. Yes. Which is where, Dave? It is in Africa. Whereabouts in Africa is it, Dave? Mm, sort of middle-ish. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is that, I'm guessing that was the sort of de- description you were looking for. Middle-ish, yeah. yeah. yeah where yeah. are you from? Yeah. I am from middle-ish Africa. <laughs> oh, Liberia. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Oh, you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, mm. So vote counting is underway, apparently. That's cool. what my story says. Or, well, if, or has he actually been elected? He's been elected, yeah. Great, that's what I thought. Yeah. So he topped the first round of voting uh, back in October, Yeah. but didn't garner the 50% needed to win. Was that an African pun? Ghana? No. Huh? No, he didn't garner the 50%. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Ghana is another African country. Ah, brilliant. Sort of middleish as well, I think, actually. Um the subsequent the subsequent do over poll was then delayed twice. What is that? Don't know. But on Boxing Day, the former Milan, PSG, Man City, and Chelsea striker finally clinched the win over his opponent, long-serving vice president Joseph Buakai. That's a cool name. I yeah. love African names. They're just awesome. Uh, and I've got one in particular uh, in front of me here. Um, what, just a, an African name? No, it's one relevant to the story. <laughs> right, you'll be sorry, I hope glad so, yes. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the person that uh, Mr. Weyer defeated in the first round in 2005 um, after losing, but then lost to her after that. So mm. he's been trying this for quite some time. Uh, her name was Muz, so female, right? Yes. Muz Johnson Sirleaf. <laughs> that's a good name so she's she's female but she's got a name Johnson Johnson that's quite inter- I've never heard Hello. that before I'm Johnson it's quite interesting yeah. are you? yeah sure yeah it's quite cool um, but yeah he's uh, 
He played for AC Milan, Paris Saint-Germain, won football of world football of the year. Uh, incredible, really. Now he's a president. Now he is a president. I'd like to know what his um, what his sort of policies are and what his plans for the for Liberia and and indeed um, where he's gonna take the the country now. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Where he's gonna yeah. do that. Let's hope he weighs up all the issues with the right approach. Yes, and I'm sure he's going to. Um, weigh the title of president with pride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's hope he doesn't go way uh, over the top with uh, things. Yeah, because if he does, and then in a few years we'll be saying, where is he now? It's <laughs> <laughs> enough, isn't it? Mm, I haven't got any more, so yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Um, so that's it, really. Yeah, incredible. That is your... So yeah, that wouldn't Football happen in our day. and politics would not happen in our day, would it, Dave? But it did. But it did, it does. And we'll have to definitely do a follow-up on that to um, see how we're getting on, really. I in suppose. our politics section, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, that sounds a bit boring. Should we call it something else? Bully dick section. Sounds good. All right, that was uh, Not In My Day. Not In My Day! So there we go. Not in my day. So, Dave. Yes. Now, now cometh the time <laughs> yeah. for us to acknowledge the World Cup because we yeah. have somehow managed to not do that so far. Were you aware that England have qualified for the World Cup 2018? I mean, that um, happened a while ago, didn't yes, it? Yes, I was. But the thing that we haven't mentioned is who they have been drawn in a group with. Yes. Very exciting. They are in, are they drawn in group G, G for golf or gull? Or George Weyer. Oh, George Weyer, yes. Um, so they have been drawn with uh, the countries Belgium, yep, Panama, yeah, and Tunisia. Now, I was just going to say, hold on. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Before I no, dive no, no, in, no, no, no. you continue. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> you, I was automatically going to put yeah. across my thoughts, but you had to make sure that you. Yep, okay, exactly. Fine. That was on your script, so you had to follow it. I understand. <laughs> <It wasn't>. <laughs> 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 So I think um, football in the last probably 10 years mm-hmm. um, doesn't follow the strong team versus underdog pattern that it used to in the sort of 20, 30 years before, I think. Okay. In the sense that we've had Greece winning yeah. the Euros. We've had Portugal barely qualifying for the Euros, barely going through their group and then winning We've had all these sorts of things, and Iceland knocking out England. <sighs> yeah. uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if mm. Belgium aren't the strongest force in that group. I wouldn't okay. be surprised if there's a, um, you know, a real underdog push from somewhere. So you mean Panama on Tunisia? I reckon Panama are going to surprise people, and I have absolutely no nothing to back up this opinion <laughs> whatsoever, apart from. They sound good. They're South American, so they'll probably be a bit techers. Yeah. And that's it. And dirty. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, don't mean unclean or unwashed. I mean, they might be a bit physical. Panama is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... Um, I guess, well, the, the sliver of evidence I do have is is this sort of really cool, really fascinating and really fun underdog thing that seems to have happened a fair few times at tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but obviously forgetting Spain dominating for a few tournaments in a row. But, yeah, I just think there's, there should hopefully yeah. be some cool underdogs doing well for Well, I, you're, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right to not um, take anything for granted, I think. And and I believe Gareth South, South, Southgate, 
I believe him. Yes. I believe Sarif Gal. Sarif Gal, for fuck's sake. Silif Gajerson. You believe, I believe in Silif Gajerson. England manager Silif Gajerson <laughs> is also taking uh, the draw very seriously and has apparently already watched videos of, uh, of Panama. Um, hopefully of the Panama football team. Well, he is being paid probably about £4 million a year, so yeah. I hope he's watched a and, fucking load of videos. And in actual fact, I don't think he's watching videos. I think he's probably watching DVDs, because um, if someone handed me to go to videos, he'd be like, what the fuck am I going to watch these on? If the FA are still using VHS <laughs> tapes, I think we should fucking... It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Th- th- uh, we should yeah. have a revolution. Yeah. Burn it down. Burn it all down. <laughs> and, and, and video it on a video. Yes, and then burn it to minidisc. So, um, uh, the England's World Cup group, Belgium, Panama, and Tunisia. Tunisia. Now, what I'm going to do over the next few episodes yep. is, um, I've done this off my own back, you know, uh, call it um, call it homework, if you like. Okay. I've done a bit of research into these countries, yep. so we can have some facts on these countries. Excellent. For people who might not be aware of... These, these countries, countries facts <laughs> yes so th- this episode i am going with belgium okay so you're focusing upon belgium this I have week belgium facts okay cool uh in the next episode it might be panama it might be tunisia now are these facts going to be football specific or generally just to give football fans an overview of the culture of these countries we don't need to be f- so what the f- there's a bit of football but generally they're facts about the countries okay cool i like a bit that. of education yeah yeah, yeah? yeah. okay belgium Yes. This is a football. An exciting team known as the Red Devils. Really? Yes. Red? Red Devils. Do they wear red? They've been known to wear red. Oh. Uh, with Premier League stars such as Hazard, Lukaku and De Bruyne. Their golden Good generation, right? Good team. Now, Belgium has three official languages. Do you want to have a punt? Flemish? No. French? Yes. And Belgian? No. I've got one out of three. I could have sworn Flemish. They speak Flemish somewhere in there. They do not. German. Well, they may, but Spanish. Th- they have three official languages. Just send it on. French, German, and... Uh, is it a well-known language in Europe somewhere? Yes. It is very well-known. Is yes. it a neighbouring country? It is a neighbouring country, yes. Dutch? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you giving me some sort of hints there? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe privately. Oh, very good. (laughs) Yes, three official languages, Dutch, French and German. Now, Joe. Yes. You'll like this one. Yes. You can drink a Belgian beer every day for four years and never have the same beer twice. There are at least 1,000 to 1,200 original Belgian beers brewed in Belgium. It's only a small country. Yeah, it's a lot of beer, isn't is it? Is that what everybody is doing? <laughs> They're all brewers. That must constitute about 80% of their economy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Not only that, Belgium ha- has more comic strip artists per square kilometre than anywhere in the world. Now, Dave, you've set up something that I already love, and I'm going to look forward to these <laughs> every week for the next two weeks. Following what, this. these factual facts? Yes. I love this. Okay, last one. Yep. Belgium is the world's leading exporter of billiard balls. <laughs> why? Why Belgium? Why? I don't know why. I mean, if someone, if you, if you, if you twisted that question and said to me, Joe, who do you reckon is the lead, the world's leading exporter of billiard balls? 
any country you'd say would be funny. But yeah. for some reason, it being Belgium is just... Belgium's billiard balls. Belgium's billiard bollocks. So if you went to Belgium and said to someone, Are you, do you work in a brewery? They'd go, no, go, oh, you must do the billiard balls then. Because that's pretty... Oh, 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 no, hold on a minute. You don't do comics, do you? Excuse me, can I have a bottle of billiard balls? <laughs> it's good, be a great <laughs> bottle of billiard balls. Good, topical. Yeah. Um, that's all your facts. I've got a couple of... Um, Anagrams of Belgium as well that I just sort of threw in. Brilliant. Uh, the first one is I be glum. Oh. Although probably not. Hopefully, all that beer. Hopefully they will be, and English fans will be glad. Yeah. And not. Well, not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the other one is bile mug. Bile mug. Yeah, which is just a vessel, sort of vessel that they you have to keep their bile in. Oh, that's uh, bile's not a very pleasant uh, liquid, is it? Anyway, that is the end of Belgium. That's not the end of Belgium. I mean, that's the end Ooh, of my... start a war there. That's the end of my Belgium. That's an odd sentence. Yes. Um, very good. I like that. Thank you. This is cool. Let's keep Thank this you. up. And then maybe we, we could move on to the, you know, a group with... Yeah, um, maybe we could. Another... <laughs> <laughs> we could do all the groups if you want. Yeah. Well, that's a tall order, but I think we should try. We could probably squeeze that in before the World Cup, actually, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. Squeeze it. Um, now. 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 Uh, now? Now. Absolutely now. Shall I? Shall I? Do it. Shall I? Do it. I think it's a really good one. Do it. So uh, Do it, it. it needs its own jingle, Dave. Shall I make that for the new year? Oh, I've set myself up a task now and I've got to find the time to well, do I've it. Well, d- I've done homework already, so... Oh, I, I see. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's up to you, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is it you're talking about, anyway? I am talking about conspiracy news. Oh, you love this, don't you? I you, love it. You love conspiracy... You, you believe... You don't believe in conspiracies, no. I love it, but I don't believe in it. Now... You alright? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, no, I won't go into it. <laughs> I was going to talk about how you go have a go. At me. You've had a go at me for burping on air. Was that wasn't that was off that was off mic, wasn't it? Mm. You didn't hear that, did you? Maybe. Oh, it would delete it. Would out. you like to apologise to the listeners? Well, if you did hear that, I apologise. Yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. So, um, I was very keen to bring this story, this conspiracy news story to the table, Dave, because it's just. Pre- particularly retarded i don't actually know <laughs> where to begin in tearing it to pieces okay. to be honest well, let's begin at the beginning it's a whole new idea that i've never even heard of you know most conspiracy theories you've heard something that's like related to a you know ufo related flat earth related yeah aliens on mars related whatever yeah this one whole new level okay <laughs> and my source for this is not the daily express it is not. No, it's the sun this time. Oh. Which is interesting. Okay. Same old shit, though. Shit being the key word in that sentence. Yes. So, it's got a funny, well, not really funny, an obvious pun in the title. So, here's the headline. All right. The whole truth. Inside the weird world of conspiracy theorists convinced the Earth is hollow with alien humans and Nazis living inside. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the weird world of conspiracy theorists convinced the Earth is hollow with alien humans and Nazis living inside. Um, I mean... What's I your immediate s- reaction? I can see where they're coming from. No, I can't. It's <laughs> underground, that's why. Yeah. Uh, hollow Earth theorists believe that flying saucers and UFOs come from within the interior Earth, sent from the highly evolved tribes to spy mm. on us and prevent nuclear war. Yeah, well, those are their make, two objectives. That makes sense. Uh, Roger, did you do your spying trip today? Yes. Did you prevent nuclear did you, war? Yes. Oh, good. 
Thank you, Roger. Right, you can have you can have tomorrow off. Get back in the in the mantle where you can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably below the mantle. The mantle's where all the poor hollow earthers live. You yeah. want to go near the, the the core. You want to be on the mantle. You don't you have want to, to be... heat your house there. The central heat. It, it, it is central heating. It's centrally heated. Yes. But the pro- actually, they probably don't believe in a core because that's where they. Well, they wouldn't be there, would they? If no, it's they true. In that. Interesting. Um, is it interesting? No. No. <laughs> um, there's a growing community of people convinced that the Earth is hollow, with a race of superior alien humans, Vikings. And Nazis living in paradise. Right, hold on. Are they getting these confused with people with fans of like um, Game of Thrones or something? Yeah, fantasy. Well, it is fantasy, so well, yes. Yeah, it's a, do they get? Do they go to these big conventions where they dress up as their favourite? Um, well, no, Nazis? that's that's Comic Con. Yeah, that's a different that's thing. The same, is that not? That's just enjoying media. That's not not uh, people who actually believe these things exist. It looks pretty weird to me. I mean, there's weird, yes, and no, it looks sinister. Does it? Yeah. Really? People dressing up as Star Trek it's, characters it's wor- is sinister. Yeah, it's worrying. That's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. Not with Brexit or anything like that. doesn't start with things like that. No, it starts not, with Comic-Con. I don't know what cereal's got to do with it. Interesting. No. Interesting. Brexit isn't a cereal. Brexit flakes. Yeah. Is that what you have in the morning? Yeah, I have it yeah. with honey. Right. Not with garlic British bread. honey. Not with garlic bread. <laughs> British, <laughs> British honey. British <laughs> honey. Excuse me. I want Britain to be back British. Do you remember that? Yeah. Muslamic rearguns. No? no, I don't remember that. No, no. it's an online thing. Anyway, uh, they even believe that flying saucers and UFOs come from within the interior Earth, sent from highly evolved tribes to spy on us and prevent nuclear war. Spearheading the bizarre movement is Rodney Clough. This <laughs> is just a name of a comedy character from Mitchell and Webb or something, isn't yeah. it? Rodney Clough, uh, author of World Top Secret, Our Earth is Hollow, and is is in capitals. Says Rodney. Says Rodney Clough. Up, uh, right up his clough. Uh, he was so confident in the theory that he organised a 2007 voyage to the Hollow Earth. Oh, good luck, mate. Uh, with <laughs> a plan to... What did he organise? How the hell was he getting there? That's all he managed to do, though. He just he organised, just organised it, it. Yeah. So, uh, with a plan to set off from Russia on an icebreaker ship to find an opening at the North Pole. Oh, right. So there's already a way in, obviously. Yeah, yeah, there's an opening yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the £15,000 per head expedition was cancelled, oh, surprisingly. £15,000 per head? Cheat, but, then. Yeah, it's just a cruise, isn't it? But this in no way dampened his enthusiasm for the theory that flies in the face of modern scientific thinking. Uh, he told The Sun Online that the movement has exploded in popularity with thousands subscribing to the idea of an inner sun and Earth. No. So they're saying that there is a sun and another Earth inside the Earth. It's quite small then. Smaller, that's for sure. I mean, the Earth is enormous. Yeah, but the, the but, right, right the centre of it is tiny. But the the centre of anything is tiny, isn't it? Well, yeah, and isn't the sun like a million times the size of Earth or something? You can fit a million Earths in the sun, I seem to remember hearing from school. So that would mean the Earth inside the... The sun inside the Earth would have to be rather tiny. So they're all midgets. Basically, it's an Edison bulb, isn't it, really, <laughs> yeah. is what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, more and more people... This is a quote. More and more people are coming to terms... Coming to terms. Coming to terms with the fact that the Earth is hollow. I get emails from people learning about it every day, said Mr. Cluffmuff. It's definitely growing in popularity, certainly not in the millions, but maybe in the thousands. Maybe maybe in the tens. <laughs> <laughs> 
so what does Mr. Clough think of the loony rival theory that is the Earth is flat, right? So this is... <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so, so <laughs> this is a, 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 a moron conspiracy theorist <laughs> slagging off other moron conspiracy theorists and not realising what's so ridiculous and ironic about that. Okay, yeah. this is what he has to say about it. I don't know how the flat earthers can be so confused. <laughs> they are obviously wrong. The world is not flat. It's hollow. <laughs> they reject all the evidence. <laughs> evidence! As do you, Rodney. Yeah. You plonker. Yeah, Rodney. <laughs> yeah. So, contrary to flat earthers, the hollow earth movement believes that the earth is a sphere, or, more specifically, a donut shape. <laughs> um... I just, that's it. I don't want to go in. The, the article is longer, but this is such a load of shit. There's no point in continuing. Um, um, so so, there we so are. can I ask Joe, as I will do with all of these. Well, you can ask Joe. He's here. <laughs> can I ask you, Joe? Oh, there wasn't a pause. I see. Um, as I will do with all these conspiracy theories, um, if it's not evident in you reading out the stories. Yeah. Um, are you, do you believe, are you having that one? Is that one for you? Is this a conspiracy or is it truth? That's what I'll, that's that's going to be the line after everyone. Conspiracy. Ready, Joe. Dim the lights. Conspiracy or truth? Conspiracy. Fair enough. Yeah, that worked for you. Your opinion. Dramatic enough. That's yeah, very dramatic. Good. Um. So just to clarify, that's my conspiracy of the year. I think it's the most ridiculous oh, one. Oh, right. Wow, okay. So oh, well, everything's of the year, isn't it? Well, it is the end of the year. Thus far. Talking about of the year and the end of the year and the year that's been, that's just been uh, the year. And went. With Dudley and Peter in the park, the park was dark, the rain came and I was uncomfortable and Dudley and Peter left with me and it was the end of the year. Good night. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Well, um, if I can just prize you away from that... Um, terrible Alan Bell Alan impression. Bellet, yeah. Uh, ...moment. Um... We've experienced the year together in terms of... <laughs> Sorry. What? Come on. Something in my throat. Don't be serious here. <clears throat> uh, we've dissected the football year over the year. And all those other things we dissected. And but, everything That else, we shan't talk a about. a bit of football. Yeah. Those pigs and stuff. How much do you remember from the year just gone, Joe? Now, to do this test, and it is a test. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I will be using the BBC uh, quiz of the year. Football quiz 2017. Of the year. Of the year. Of the year. I'm not going to do all the questions because there's quite a few. I'm just going to pick out a few. Do it. And see, these are multiple choice. Oh, good. So we'll start with this one. How many How many choices? Uh, let's say four. So a 25% chance of getting it right. Exactly. Nice. Who was the highest priced player to complete a move to a British club in the January transfer window? So a year ago nearly. Okay. Was it... Patrick Van Alholt. Van Alholt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wilfred Ndidi. Manolo Gabbiadiani. <laughs> or Morgan Schneiderlin. Ah, now uh, that would be Morgan Schneiderlin to Everton, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Okay. Um, I believe his fee was fairly high, even though he'd not done well for United at all. But Wilfred Ndidi to Leicester, he was a prodigy before Leicester picked him up. So that could have been a fair amount of money too. I'm doing the eggheads thing now, by the you way. Are, it's trying yeah, to do the process yeah. of deduction. That's fine. Could you remind me of the other two? Patrick van Arnholt to mm, Crystal Palace. No, I can't say it being that one. Manolo Gabbiadini. 
<laughs> to Gabbiadini. Gabbiadini. Possibly to that Southampton. Because he was a quite I'm good striker. I'm going to have to push you. Uh, I'm going to go with Morgan Schneiderlin. You are correct. Yes! Did 20 million. Yeah, I did, yeah. Good. Um, now, Wayne Shaw hit the headlines for eating what in the dugout during Sutton's FA Cup fifth round tie with Arsenal? Was it a burger, a hot dog, a pie, or a full English breakfast? Well, it's unlikely to be a full English breakfast <laughs> in the dugout, isn't it? With a knife and fork. <laughs> or maybe not, just with his got, fingers. Uh, Sharon, you got any red sauce? Red? Oh, brown, please. Oh, I was just He's a fat bastard, I was thinking about him. <gasps> uh, it was a pie. Body shaming. It was, <laughs> it was a pie. It was a pie. Did you just have to click the thing to work out? <laughs> no, I'm just following... We played at that football ground, Dave. I'm following the system. All right, There fine. is a system. Yeah. The 2016-17 season contained a number of inventive and acrobatic goals in the Premier League, but which was voted best by Match of the Day viewers? Was it Emre Chan's bicycle kick versus Watford? Andy Carroll's overhead kick uh, versus Crystal Palace? Oliver Giroud's scorpion kick versus Crystal Palace? Or Henrik Mkhitaryan's backhill versus Sunderland? Okay, I think I know all this. Go- all good goals. All pretty spectacular goals. All good goals. <laughs> all good stuff. I think I know this. Do you? I think I know this. And by the way, it's it's Olivier. Sure. That one. Sure. Olivier Giroud. Scorpion kick. You're going for that one? I am. Final answer. You are incorrect. Okay, fine. Was it... Well, you can't have another go. You're no, incorrect. I, no, I won't take the points. I just want to give you my... Okay. Was it Mikatitsi Tari? No, it wasn't. Oh, fucking hell. Emre Chan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Emre Chans, it was amazing. I mean, it was incredible, but I, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was Giroud. Okay, mm, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next question: In July, the English Football League announced it would trial a new format for penalty shootouts. With which band does the system share its name? Is it ACDC, TLC, ABBA, or ZZ Top? Okay, uh, <laughs> it's. Um, the Swedish 70s pop band and the reason for that (laughs) (laughs) the reason for that being is that they think it's more appropriate for rather than team A kicks team B kicks and then back to team A Mm. one team does two in a row Mm. Um, why does that make it better? Jeopardy uh, right double Jeopardy you're going with ABBA I'm going with ABBA you are correct Joe yes okay next Question. Am I doing better than you yet? It doesn't matter. It's not about that. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> uh, which player was top skewer? skewer? <laughs> which player was top skewer? <laughs> which player was top scorer during the European qualifications for the 2018 World Cup in Russia? Was it Cristiano Ronaldo? Was it Robin Lewandowski? Was it Christian Eriksen? Or was it Romelu Lukaku? That's a tough one it is so this is the qual the qualifications european qualifications okay um so it's going to be have to be obviously a nation that were definitely there because mm. it's very highly unlikely for it to be a nation that didn't actually make it into the tournament <laughs> yeah <laughs> hello uh but having said that i think all of those nations were there uh come on i'm going to take a guess mm. at uh bobert Lewandowski. You are correct. Gershon! I seem to remember him having a prolific year. You did, he did. As he has done from pretty much every year of his career. He was prolific. Uh, Okay, final question. Yep. 
Um, in December, in December's 2018 World Cup draw, England were drawn to face Belgium, Panama, and Tunisia, yep. as we discussed. Yep. Who scored the winner last time England faced Belgium in a World Cup? Was it Chris Waddle, David Platt, Gary Lineker, or Paul Gascoigne? I think this is uh, David Platt's famous volley in the last minute of the game, I think, from a long ball into the box. David Platt. David Platt. Ah, David Platt's volley against Belgium in the last minute of extra time, no less. Come on, yes! For for a bonus point, can you tell me the player who took the free kick that put it into the area? (laughs) Fucking hell. Um... That was what, 1990? 1990. Okay. Oh, no, too early for Gaza. Um, Peter Beardsley. It was Gaza. Was it? It was Gaza. No, yes. it wasn't too early for Gaza. That's the, no, that's that's the famous it. crying yeah, one, isn't it? it oh, was, fuck. Yeah. And then again in 96. Mm. All well right. You've got four out of six. Well done. Four out of six. Four out of six ain't bad. That's pretty good. What a year, Joe. I mean, what a year. For, what, for you, I mean, for us, it's been. It's been all right, isn't it? Well, we've gone from round the back has gone from um, well nothing to everything, nothing to strength. Yes. <laughs> um, well, no. Well, we started in 2016, didn't we? The end, back end. Yeah. Yeah, <clears> and <throat> we didn't really get it rolling. I felt until the new year, did we? And then, you know, the whole weekly format and everything was. Um, and I, I'm being totally serious here when I say that this has actually become a really, really. Um, it's been like this for a long time now, but a, like a really important part of my life, and I've oh. enjoyed every minute of it. And it's been nothing but fun. What are you trying to do to me, Jack? Um, uh, tear jerk is what it's called, Dave. Um, well, yeah, I'm the same. Um, and and whilst you tear jerk, you 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 oh, come on, should be jerk. serious. No, you say it's been a very important part of your life, and I would have to say it's been um, a, a part, part of, of my, my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I joke, I joke, no, I joke. That's, that's my defence mechanism when I'm emotional. Man. Yeah, because yeah. you can't, because men can't be emotional. It's, it's impossible. You say that, but uh, you start me off, and uh, it's difficult to put a lid on that, on that bottle. Yeah, that maybe bottle, you, that maybe bottle you of emotion. Just let it stream out. Yeah, like a, some, like a, like our fans who are going to be some, streaming this on the internet. Like vinegar. Don't, don't give me that. Why have you done that to me? You're not just a fan. Say that word, and I go. Ugh. My New Year's resolution is to get Joe to like vinegar. My New Year's resolution is to tell Dave to fuck off every time he brings vinegar near me. Okay, we haven't said anything so far, and I doused myself in it before I came here. I wonder what that uh, smell of uh, devil's piss was. It's vinegar. Exactly. Sarsons. (laughs) If you want me to brand it, I will. Right then. Well, Dave, seeing as we've been running for about 70-something oh, minutes. That's quite long. That's too long, actually. Probably most people have gone, switched off by now. Well, yeah, looking at that counter there, I'm going to say that this is actually an intentionally long bonus episode for the year. So that's what we're going to play yeah, it as. We'll okay, do that. We'll call it that, yeah. Um, so we should probably call it to a close then, Dave. We should yeah. call 2017 to a close. And thanks to all our uh, listeners for their listening during yes. 2017. Yeah, I mean, uh, for those of you still listening after 70-something minutes, uh, you're what this is all about. Um, When we've heard from you, when our um, fans who are friends get involved, um, it's um, fantastic. So get in touch, get involved, um, bring in some funny stuff with you, and we can bring it into the podcast and 
Yeah, and we are merry little round the back family. We were, we are, well, yes, and uh, not like a not like family like siblings, not family that are gonna, you know, nah. nah. Um, uh, but we are, we do have some something in mind for um, episode fifty, which is a milestone, isn't it? The half century. Um, and we, I guess, we can divulge more of that in the new year. Yes, we should uh, plan effectively for that in the new year. But we will keep you posted. But now <laughs> I think we're waffling, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got to go anyway. I've yeah, you're yeah, I've busy. Got, yeah, I've got to get, I'll get ready, haven't I? Yeah, that's right. Uh, get changed. Got to get ready for the, the what? Well, don't no, don't get all the sequins out. Don't why well, that's and the makeup. That's, and yeah, that. dancing on ice, isn't it? Oh, on ice. Yeah, not not on the pole. No, that no. Oh, that was last week. Okay, fine. So uh, find us on iTunes. Uh, give us a five star review. That's mandatory, by the way. Um, Twitter at RoundTheBackPod get us on Facebook uh, we are on Overcast and Castbox for the Androidiness among you uh, and also obviously on um, iTunes Podcasts we oh, are... oh, oh, no let me Podnose yep. oh, yeah. yes, yeah, yes you remember this time so we're also part of the Podnose network um, which is a podcasting network they're awesome check them out um, some great content on there and um Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, enjoy the fireworks. And don't get so drunk that you don't come back and listen to us next year. Well, they'll get a notification on their phone, so. There is that. Yeah. Shall I do it? Yeah. Goodbye, 2017. Bye then. Bye-bye.